fun and exciting episode of Sublime Soul Surrender. I am Cosmos MD, your host, with the most incredible sex rebels. If you were here six months ago, they are back for a second round for us to have some incredible conversation, share some laughs, and make some noise. Angela, let's make some noise. Okay. <laughs> As we tambourine our way in. So the sex rebels are Manny, Angela, Tamara, and Brittany here with us. Simone, who is not here with us. So I'm going to have everyone say hello to our audience. Hello. Hi. <laughs> so you didn't hear everybody's voice. So I'm going to have each one of them say hi. So, <laughs> Manny. Hello. Angela. Hi, sexy people. Tamara. Hi. Brittany. <laughs> What's good, everybody? <laughs> Woohoo! And what you all do not know is everyone here, if you look at the photographs, are wearing some special shirts. <laughs> and some, so I invite all of you to go put on a special shirt of your own while we listen to this podcast. We've got Prince and Michael Jackson and Selena and Gender Anarchy. So we've got it all going. And I really wanted the Sex Rebels to come back because we had such an awesome conversation last time. They're all personal friends of mine who I love and adore. They're all love sex relationships coaches. We all met in Vida. And again, go back and listen if you haven't listened before to know what Vida is. It is a incredible coaching certification program we all attended a, two years ago now. It's been a while. And we've all been on a journey and they've all been on a journey. And I wanted to invite them back to share all of the stuff that's been going on in their lives as love sex relationships coaches, as people in the community of the world. It's been a year since they've come out together. Tambourine again. <laughs> and that means I'm actually going to ask one of you to tell me come out of what? Because some of them, just to give a refresher, who didn't listen. What am I saying when I'm saying you all came out? Anybody jump in. Yeah. So we did our debut Sex Rebels Introduction to the world um, last year, 2-22-22, so February 22nd of 2022, um, and it was really such an amazing, cool Zoom uh, that we have. You can find links to it. I'm sure you'll link it uh, in the show notes here, all around kind of introducing ourselves as Black sex, love, and relationship coaches talking about what it means to claim our sexuality, our pleasure, and to support other people through the same process in our community with the, you know, unique experiences that we all have as African Americans in the world today. And it was really incredible, but it's it's definitely a over 18 and up type of conversation. <laughs> it was awesome. 18 and up podcast. <laughs> <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> I, I love that you all chose that number, 2222. I don't think I asked you last time. Was that accidental? No. Ah, they're all shaking their head. So who came up with that? 
feel like we just agreed on it. I don't know. I don't. I, yeah. I don't remember. I know well, we wanted we, to do something for Black History Month, right? And yes. then with the numbers, because we all have numerology in our history, and but we enjoy. We came up with that together because it was a powerful day last year. So, yeah, and again, being a lover of new numbers myself. That's a powerful number to choose. I'm so excited that you did that. I didn't realize that before. So, Brittany, thank you for saying that. So, like, it has been almost a year. You know, we're cutting close to February. How has it been for all of you coming out into the world as Black love sex relationships coaches in the world that we live in? For me, it's been unexpected. Um, The way that I decided to approach this field. Um, So I started off with a three-month sabbatical um, because I wanted to and (laughs) because I really wanted to do business differently. Um, I found myself following like the bro marketing and I um, found Simone Soul and she shared like all these awesome principles around like decolonizing marketing and basically um, just like doing it differently in a way that centers rest and um, professional development as well as personal development. Um, but like major emphasis on like the personal, the shadow work, the like becoming um, a more healed person as opposed to like, um, the other focuses that have been like, like heavily um, ableist, heavily productivity focused, heavy like on the crash and burn energy. So I took three months off to just reevaluate the whole thing. Um, and then um, I got some clients and then I like stopped again. Um, so I kind of just listened to my intuition. I did a lot of stopping. I did more. I was more on, I had more breaks than actual like work time, but the the breaks were so needed, um, especially because this was my last year of graduate school. Thank you. Thank you, Yeah, so I took lots of breaks, but I did go to my first sex conference and it absolutely blew my mind. Where was that? I was in Atlanta. When and was I got that? In person. <laughs> and oh, by the way, everybody doesn't know this. Nanny is the one who's speaking. We keep forgetting we can see each other, but the audience can't. So when you speak, if you can just say, this is Manny, or this is Angela, this is Tamara, this is Brittany, it helps everybody mm-hmm. know. So that lovely voice is Manny. So Manny, that's amazing. Tell us about the sex conference and you saw Angela. This is fucking awesome. Tell us, tell us. <laughs> It was so fun. So I think it was like a three day conference, but I stayed for like nine days um, because I really just wanted to explore the city more. And at this point, like me and Atlanta are in a little romance situation. Like I'm moving there. I freaking love Atlanta. (laughs) (laughs) I was like, come on, come on. Some nice blue nails. I like your nails, Angela. Oh, thank you. Is the whole thing blue? Do you have different colors on different fingers? Um, it's chrome, so it gives it an illusion of color when you when it hits the light. Ooh, yeah, it's that unicorn thing going on. But okay, I like it. 
What was your takeaway from that sex conference, Manny? Were there other people like you, other uh, other black love sex relationships coaches, or were you like a unicorn speaking about unicorns? Oh, for the first time, I was not a unicorn, thankfully. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was <laughs> very black, very queer, very trans, very polyamorous, like Please. a lot of sex positive people, a lot of sexually aware people as well, which was like mind blowing. The level of like consent and respect and just boundaries that people like kind of already had built into their like nervous system wow and where did these people come from yeah what planet did they fucking come from <laughs> were they local was, oh my were they oh, local wait, or did they come from other places Oh, everyone came from everywhere. Um, yeah. So it was amazing. what does that mean to you? I mean, that's pretty amazing. There were so many different types of people representing sexuality and there was an openness. Do you think that people have become more open or do you think it was a self-selected group that went there because it was a sex conference? Do you think it wouldn't have been like that? Had you gone, un- unless any of the three of you have been to another sex conference before and you can actually compare no, everybody's well, Mm-mm. Angela, you do sex conferences everywhere. Yeah. Um, so this one is actually for people of color. So it's so hosted it in Atlanta. Okay. Yeah. So people kind of know about it because it's been going on for a while. Yeah. But people from everywhere come though. And how about the representation of trans and queer and poly? Is that again a self-selected group, or do you think that people are getting more comfortable being open? Um, I think people are more comfortable being open, but it's a safe space too, right? So if you have a safe space, you're gonna everybody's gonna come to that safe space. God, yeah. it'd be nice if that was our world all the time. Yeah, you know, sometimes it's becoming more and more, so that's a great thing. That's a great. Yeah. Oh, Manny, I'm sorry. Go keep on. I'm sorry. No, that was great. Um, <laughs> it was my first time at that conference, and it was phenomenal. Um, my big takeaway was like the last keynote. Um, and Goddess Amina spoke, which is, she's like an amazing, amazing, I'm getting chills thinking about her. She's so amazing. But if you know anything about Black Tantra, specifically ATL Tantra, then you most likely have heard of her. But she gave a keynote speech, um, and I can't remember what the topic was, but I remember when we came in, everybody was like buzzing. Everyone had their notebooks out and was just like ready. And she looked out at us and she said, the orgasm is now. Don't wait for some specific special moment for me to drop some magical gem. It's right now. It's the entire speech. It's everything I'm going to say. It's walking into this conference. Like, I was just like, whoa. (laughs) Just that sentence, the orgasm is now. And when she said it, I was like, this is what I got on a plane for. So, What did that mean to you? Can you tell us more? Oh, yes. So I feel like for me, at least, I'm always like waiting for um, a moment of like, sometimes I find myself caught in that trap of, oh, I'll be happy when this happens, or I'll be happy if this happens. And I have a hard time like being happy now. And yeah, so I feel like I'm always like waiting for the for the next thing. I'm also sometimes waiting for the shoe to drop. So like, yeah. That phrase was so beautiful. And she also talked about how, um, like she was crying about how she was um, 
could have ended up in corporate and was in corporate for a very long time, but then realized like that was not her thing that like lit her up. And so, um, yeah. And just how much sex coaching has just changed her life. Um, and I'm excited for somebody else to jump right on in. <laughs> I mean, I just want to reflect back. That's such an important, important point. The whole concept of the present, the whole yeah. idea of mindfulness is being aware of where we are at all moments now. And that whole idea of now is gone because now is now the past and sitting and worrying about the past, worrying about the future are the two things we can't actually do anything about. So I love that. She said that the orgasm is now. I mean, that's an awesome way to look at everything. If you just think about life in general, you get excited about anything. You should get excited about it in this very moment, not for that future moment. Because God knows what the fuck's going to happen. And that future moment may not even show up. That part. I love it. I, I love it. So you went to Georgia and you saw Angela. Angela, how are you? What have you been doing? What have you been up to? You know, life, right? Uh, life has been interesting. Um, I am excited to say that I got a chance to spend some time with Manny as well as yourself this past uh, six months, I think, right? which has been amazing to see people. I know, Tamarine. Um, and Tamara and Brittany are next on my list. <laughs> so, but it's been amazing. I will say that um, the path that we chose, you know, stepping out last year, a year from now, I mean, a year ago, has truly been the most amazing life-changing thing that's happened in the last couple of years, right? in a positive sense. Um, this past year, I had a lot of... Um, transitions of people that I love, some really close ones. Um, so I had to pause a few times, but um, coaching and the sex stuff that we do and how we help other people was what really kept me going throughout some some really dark days that I had. So um, sex is still fun. Coaching is still fun. Um, orgasms are still amazing. They haven't changed at all. Um, I'm loving what we're doing. Um, this year, I'm going on tour this year to a few cities, and we're going to start talking about cannabis and orgasms and menopause and all that fun stuff that we do. Ooh, ooh. okay. Ooh, ooh, say it again. Give us some more juice, cannabis and orgasms. And well, actually, no, the second well, thing about that's we're working on making it always fun, exactly. Yeah. Orgasms are always good. with the right safety with the right experiences sex can always yes be yes but yeah Thank you come, please don't yeah. don't gloss over the cannabis and orgasm tell us tell us <laughs> and you're on tour it sounds like you know you're you too or, you know, you're on tour i love you cosmos well, so yeah so you know i am a an older woman mm-hmm. i've had a couple of days behind my belt right and when you go through menopause and that type of thing, there are many different things that happen through our body. Sometimes we want orgasms and have sex every day. Sometimes we don't want to be bothered. And the hormone fluxes. So I really believe in herbal medicine. And cannabis is one of those things that I believe in using uh, for many different reasons. And uh, we're going to, a friend of mine who works in the cannabis industry, a young African-American woman and I are going to be doing some workshops in different cities next year. And we'll be kicking off at 420. Like those of you that are cannabis lovers know that's my birthday. That's my birthday. That's your birthday. 
You know what? I never, I've only known about the, the relation to cannabis over the last couple of years. I didn't grow up with <laughs> knowing <laughs> that. <laughs> and I'm like, I don't even know how the connection came about. I don't, I still don't know, but it's kind of cool. I've never, I've never done it, but you know, maybe I'll come and join Angela. Maybe well, I'll, I'm you know. Wondering, <laughs> I'm wondering about your birthday cake. Yeah. A 420 birthday. Yes. Nobody's given you like special treats and said, no. <laughs> well, we got to change that. That's okay. okay. I, think so. <laughs> I think so. I think so. Yeah, I think we should do that. Yeah, Brittany, what do you think? Yes, I'm here for it. Yes, I'm here for it. Manny, what do you think? I think we might have an orgasm. Let's get four twenty orgasm. <sighs> that is wild. Oh my god, that is wild. So Tamra, then, like, what's been going on with you? Well, um, I would say that uh, it's been a year of transformation, I guess. Um, so after we finished Vita in 2021, I just wanted more coaching. So I went right into, there was different coaches that I had found out about online and from other people within Vita um, because I wanted to, as I build my business, I wanted to still have support by from, from, from people who were a couple steps ahead. And I guess I learned that I wanted to build a business with pleasure and ease. Like I wanted to, like I call myself the passion pleasure coach because that's what I teach, but I also wanted to build my business with pleasure and ease and in a way that feels good. And yes, tambourine, I need to buy a tambourine. I need to get one. No, birthday coming, birthday coming, ah! birthday. birthday tambourine. It'll be laced with all sorts of stuff. I love it. I love it. I can decorate it how I want. So, um, so yeah, I, I feel like I've learned a lot about myself in that process. Just um, like money blocks that I didn't know I had and visibility blocks I didn't know I had. And that's all just because I was working with other people. Um, and it's, it's, it's allowed me to become a better person and also a better coach, just in just a better person, just, I don't want to say better, well-rounded. I understand myself more, I guess I could say. Um, but also what happened this year, well, I guess last year, 2022, my daughter went to college. So I'm an empty nester. (laughs) Your daughter, where did she go to college? She's, she's at, she's just down the street. She's at, she's like 30 minutes away, but she's still, it still feels like she's far. So she's still here in the state of Maryland, but um, she's far enough where it's not like I have to plan to go see her. You know, it's not like I can just, Oh, she's right around the corner. Like I have to actually get, it feels like I'm on the road to see her, but um, but it's so that's a little bit different. So um, and it was good to have my coaches because there was another I think in one of the one of the courses that I was in, there was another um lady that was going through the same thing. So we kind of cried together on some calls because <laughs> we both had kids that were going away. And um I don't think I realized I knew I would miss her. But I'm like, oh, she's down the street. I, I keep saying she's down the street, but she's like 45 minutes away. But I'm like, oh, she's just she's still here in Maryland. But no, it's it's a that's a diff, that's a transformation. That's the process that takes place. 
Can I tell you that I've been experiencing the exact same parallel as you with my child? Who yeah. As well. And I have said the same thing. It doesn't matter where they are. They're not home. Right. They literally could be across the street. They're not home. They're not home. Yeah. Oh, my heart was broken. So I, I'm with you. Yeah. Like, yeah. So that was, that was part of it. I feel um, yeah. So I, yeah. So we can cry together if you yeah. want to. <laughs> I'm always crying. Angela, Brittany, Manny, they know I'm crying constantly. Anybody listening to this podcast who knows me personally knows I cry at the top of a hat. So yes. Anytime you want to Tamara. We'll yes. We can cry. It, Cause like she was just home for a month for Christmas break. And so That's I took her back. She's been gone for she's been gone for a week. So I took her back last week, um, but it was really nice to have her home. So that was another part of the transition from transformation for me last year. Um, and I have a new relationship with a okay, new man. Yeah. <laughs> I needed what can I need something to make noise? <laughs> Jump up and down and scream and shout. Snaps, <laughs> snaps, snaps, snaps. Um, and I would say I wasn't even really looking for our relationship. Like I was, I was on the, I met him on, um, uh, one of the apps, eHarmony, I think it was. So I was, I was looking for conversation. I'm like, oh, I'm going to be an empty nester. Maybe I should, and I'm a sex coach. Maybe I should, you know, communicate with men in some kind of way. (laughs) (laughs) And I'm like, and we, we just had, we had great connection, great conversation. We've met in person. We're, you know, I, I guess we're, we, you know, we are, we have officially been dating for a year now. Um, and we've taken our time. Well, March will be a year. We met in March. Um, my daughter has not met him yet still because we're kind of just, because, because going to college and then meeting a new mom's new friend would be too much. We kind of just decided that, you know, he would meet her like over the summer when she's finished her first year of college. So, uh, and then I had to realize, I had to, you know, I had to make sure I like him too. <laughs> so, <laughs> How long have you been going out? We met in March of last year. Ooh. So yeah. So in a couple months, it'll, it'll be a year that we've known each other. And I guess you can say we were exclusive since, since the summer, I guess. So your summer, fall. Met him yet? She's not met him yet. No, I did not want her to meet him until I knew he would be around for a little bit. And because she was going to college, I didn't want her thinking about like she knows about him, but she's not met him. So, well, I'm, yeah. I'm curious to ask you something. And I'm dying to hear Brittany share her experiences when you've gone through the process of finding a relationship, having your child go to college and figuring out what you did so well after 2021, taking time for you to settle in and figure out who you are and evolve. How has all of that impacted the coaching? Has it changed how you interact with people or who's been drawn to you? I feel like it's allowed me to get clearer on my messaging for my business. So it's, you know, I wasn't really sure what I like. I knew I wanted to be sex coach, obviously, because we did the training, but over the course of the year, I can't even think of all the different, um, titles I gave myself, but it eventually became sex intimacy and body confidence coach for people over 40, specifically for people over 40. And I think I kind of, um, I was hesitant to, to put a label on like over 40 label. Um, but I feel like that's obviously where I am. I'm, I'll be 48, 49 in April. So I feel like, um, 
and 40 is when I kind of had my sexual awakening. So it just made sense because I have, you know, I've been in my 40s for nine years. I'm about, I'm about to go. I'm a, I'll be 50 next year. So <laughs> so I have some experience being 40 Come on, and, and enjoying I'm sex. Come What's on. that? I'm going to be 50 this year. Ah, yeah. <laughs> so yeah, so I feel like it, it, and I've gotten clearer on my messaging, um, which it just makes sense that I was able that having the having the coaching and the support and just the guidance along the way allowed me to get clearer. And so when I post on social media, people are I'm attracting who I want, who I want to attract to my business. And I think that's what Manny was saying when Manny was talking about. Oh, Sipone. are you muted? I can't hear you. You can't hear me. Oh, there you are. <laughs> um, I was saying that was kind of what Manny was saying when Manny was talking about Simone and the whole idea of doing Mark for those people that don't know. Simone is a coach who actually coaches coaches. Wow. I use the word coaches in two different ways. In that sentence. <laughs> <laughs> coaches on how to market their coaching using less um, fundamental principles that the patriarchal system uses and moving more towards a, um, I guess, an empowered approach using the spirit to guide you and that whole idea of settling in. So Manny kind of started the conversation with that. And I like what you're saying right now, how you're attracting those people to yourself, Mm -hmm. which is fabulous. I'm so happy that that's happened to you. And then thinking about Brittany and your use, I've been watching your fucking amazing videos on the alchemy, how I don't want to speak for you. I want you to speak. So like, how have you evolved our alchemic human over there? <laughs> Ooh, I love that. I'm an alchemic out here in these streets. It Bring has it. been, right? Um, I really, really relate to what you were saying, Angela, about having this um transition and and having people that you love and care about kind of like you know transition um either in your life or changing their roles and i really feel that i went through a really deep winter period um where i as as i think all of you know i do pole dancing i stopped polling i was you know i um yeah it was major it was major. And we're gonna um, talk later. We going yeah, we gotta there. talk about that. <laughs> oh no, 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 I'm back. We're back. Oh, okay. okay. Check, okay. check the Instagram. Knows we're back. He's an amazing pole dancer. We all got to witness it. We're not letting we're not letting yes. him not do this for us. So yes. Um <laughs> and so um that whole process and I was working um with a coach myself and and in Houston, you know, I live in Houston, Texas, and the summers are like, you know, unbearable, like 170 degrees, 98% humidity, like <laughs> their heat waves, heat stroke, like all of the things. And so it's, you know, pretty much like the worst time of the year to ever be in Houston. And I really took that summer to my, my focus and my intention was to winter all summer long. So I would be in like a wool sweater <laughs> drinking like eating like beef and barley stew with like carrots and celery and like brisket stew um you know to really allow myself to like fuck what everyone else is doing and like yeah I know it's technically summer and people are at the pool but like I'm gonna really just 
um, let myself tune in and like, let myself go, you know, completely dark and to hibernate and to really like witness the grief and the loss and so much of that depth, um, which for me kind of led to like wintering all summer long and then still feeling like so, so low. Um, and in my own practice and one of the, um, my EMDR therapist, um, I do eye movement desensitization and reprocessing, which I, you know, swear by and think is such an amazing tool. Um, really, and my own coach that I was working with, both of them had brought up antidepressants. And I think it's really important to share this because, you know, I think like we all know in communities of color, specifically the black community, like just going to therapy is already like, what are you doing? And then EMDR, which is has um, a basis in hypnosis, is even more like, what are you doing? And then being on like antidepressant medication, it's just more of a this is a lot even for me to like um step into that and to talk about depression and to talk about getting support and taking medication um was a really big hurdle for me but actually choosing to do that um being on serotonin like kind of reuptake inhibitors which has really transformed so much of like my own mood helped me kind of shift more into the spring state and to just talk about and claim like the importance of mental health and also getting the support that you need. I know that so many, you know, just black and brown people living in this country, living in really any country, we are more likely to be depressed. We are more likely to need resources and not have the resources available. And so I think it's really important to share that, you know, part of my journey over the last year. Can I just say how impressed I am that you have stepped up and owned everything the way you have. And thank you, Brittany, for being so vulnerable and so brave by sharing it all here with everybody. I want to honor that beautiful truth of yours. Yes, thank you. And I hope the Saban Soul Surrender community that's listening really can sit and appreciate what Brittany just said. And obviously for all of you too listening, anybody that this is resonating with that you feel like you don't know what to do. You don't know where to go. You don't feel comfortable inside of yourself to know that there's always somebody out there that can lend an ear, that can be a support. It can be any of these people you're listening to right now, Manny, Angela, Tamara, Brittany, and people locally in your community, not to get stuck with the way maybe culturally, ethnically, ancestrally, you might have been taught to deal with life, knowing that there are new and other ways to do things. And Brittany, you just described it so beautifully. So thank you for sharing your truth, because I do think that that will help people listening. And I'm so happy for you. Yeah, it's been... um... (laughs) Thank you, Tambourine Brain. Tambourine Brain. And so now it really feels like I have turned a corner and I um, feel really just grateful and like a desire to kind of like breath as being like, you know, like you can come up for air. Mm -hmm. Um, And so I feel that so much um, more. I have started pulling again. I did a trio performance, which is on my Instagram at the anger alchemist where we were all, yeah, it was like a shish kebab. It was a shish kebab moment. Can't wait to see it. Okay. That's on um, on Instagram. 
Yes, yes. Everybody um and go I'll go to Anger Alchemist on Instagram. <laughs> Check it out. Um, and then I'll send you all the, the full the full stuff. But and then there was this like surfboard moment where I was like surfboarding on a girl below me. It was it was a whole moment. Um that was incredible. And then later on that night, I went to my first ever BDSM kink spank party. Um, electroshock, wax play, all of these things. So hmm? It was a munch. I guess it was a munch. Right, Angela? That's a munch. Yes. Yes. I went oh! to my first munch. Okay, Brittany, I want breaking down, please. Because that is my <laughs> and not just a fantasy, it's going to become a reality. Uh, I want to do that for my 50th birthday if I can figure it out. Oh, so, oh my gosh. Yeah, Terry, Angela, we just told everybody. <laughs> Brittany, Blame it. Tell us, tell us what you said. Oh my gosh. Okay. So I was going with the friend. Actually, um, yeah, I was going with the friend and her boyfriend. And because it was for couples and it was for single women, like no cis straight men allowed, which I was like, this is this is what I want my first match to be. Um <laughs> and then my my friend is like, you know, notoriously late, whatever. I'm like texting her, she's not there, whatever. Um, I'm like so scared. I I had to ask some random woman to come walk me because <laughs> it was like kind of sketchy and it was at like twelve at night. You know, it was it was just okay. Um, I get there before my friend comes. They are literally like so this like really nice um lesbian couple, and this was like a black kind of centered pink community um in houston and this like beautiful lesbian couple they're like you're just gonna shiver here like a scared dog like a scared puppy and i was like you know what i'm gonna embrace this scared puppy narrative because i am i am a scared puppy it was just a lot like there was like rows of spanking benches and paddles and people doing um shibari the rope that you and angela did yes there's electroid play like it was just like wow i'm I'm really out here and i was i was um messaging manny like i am in leadership in a fortune 50 company in corporate america (laughs) and i'm out here watching someone get tied down and spanked and i have worked in like nine hours please tell me manny did you say fuck yeah I was about to have sleep, so I was like, whatever you want to do, I'm here for it. <laughs> True right? style. True yes. Manny style. But it was like, you know, what are your supports going to be? How are you going to support yourself in this environment? You know, all of it. Um, and then my friends got there. And so it was just so cool to be in this environment of people who are, you know, more conscious and consensual with what they choose to do and like being able to see that um open and I just you know it's like the religious shame but all these things are like coming up for me and just being in this environment also with other people who look like me um and of course they have a dog cage which I feel like is maybe a staple at like a munch and so me and my friend well first we were talking to this other um person there who was like a slave or a sub or like you know all the things and she was saying as a black woman the cage felt really safe for her and she's like when do we get to be in environments where we're safe you know like when as black women do we get to feel that and so me and my friend like crawled into this dog cage (laughs) 
and we're just like looking around and just talking. It actually smelled really nice. She brings her own pillow and blanket. Like it's it was the whole situation in this dog cage. It was just like the playing with this idea of like feeling trapped, but then choosing this and then how like trapped versus safe versus just like it was a whole experience. My very first, you know, munch kinkster. I experiment. love that. Brittany, Brittany, Brittany. Oh my God. Okay. No, Would you me. have been in that cave by yourself if I'm your sorry. friend wasn't there? Now, like, you know, after kind of decompressing my experience, it was definitely a lot to digest. Um, as I was telling Nanny, I grew up in a fundamentalist Christian cult where I was not allowed to wear sleeveless tops or red nail polish. And I'm out here in a spank party in a dog cage. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> so if you don't think it's possible for you, get louder than I'm this. Through, you can do it. Yes. Yeah, yeah, that's a fucking testament to your growth of all levels. You know what you've just done as the guru that we all had in Vida on the table used to tell us? You've just healed your ancestors ahead and behind you, Brittany. Mm-hmm. Your lineage. Mm-hmm. I'm That's so cool. excited. Oh, I'm going to be quiet while I hear Manny, Tamara, and Angela express their enthusiasm <laughs> for what you just described. Or anything else they want to say? <laughs> yeah! <laughs> yeah! <laughs> <laughs> Woohoo! But if you know, if you run across somebody that you know in one of those sessions, you just got to realize they're there too, right? They're there too. I mean, it happens. That was my biggest fear. Seeing my ex there, I've been Trust. like, or someone I work with at my like corporate job, and been like, wait, you, you no, but they're there also. I can top that. I came across a parent at one of my kids' school at an event I was at, and I was like, so <laughs> let's be clear. <laughs> but it's great to realize they're there too, and it's just like it is what it is, right? But I'm so excited that you got to experience that because it is a sensory overload sometimes, so. But it's sexy. Okay, I'm sorry. <laughs> I love it. Yes. <laughs> when Angela and I went to our Shabari class, which was the first time this okay, set setting the stage here. Cause I don't think anybody knows this. Angela, we haven't talked about this. We haven't podcast. talked about our connection. Okay, this is this is really cool. So I haven't met so for the community too. I had not met Angela yet since we had been in community as I have been in community with Manny, Tamara, Brittany on Vida. So that's now since 2020 and wow, it's been three years. So I'm now talking about Polly for myself, right? This is, I'm going back now late summer, fall, fallish of 2022. And I'm thinking, okay, it's time for me to think about going out into the world of dating, but I hadn't yet done anything. So come October, I'm ready. And I say, okay, I'm ready to go out and start to date and I want to do stuff. So I put myself out on these dating apps and I think about poly relationships. And the reason I think about poly is because that's the only way for me to meet people of all genders. And for those that are listening that don't know me, I'm non-binary and I go by cause and they pronouns and I'm also pansexual. And I I had not at that time had any experiences with anybody other than a cis het male, despite my having, you know, having come out. So in that process of getting ready to get out, 
I came across a really cool dating experience here in Boston for poly people that were pan. So it's pretty cool. You're not going to just go meet people that are poly that are in heteronormative spaces. You're actually meeting people who are queer and who are pansexual and want poly. So I was like, this is going to be really, really neat. And I meet somebody who ends up becoming a friend and they do Shibari. And I had been fascinated by Shibari and had not dipped my toe in it yet. And I had dated a guy a long time ago who wanted to tie me up and I was terrified and I didn't do it. And he showed me pictures. He said, but you would look amazing. And I was so scared. Now I look back and I think that would have been amazing, but I wasn't ready. I was, I was not safe in my body. I have since that mm-hmm. time been so much more <laughs> safe in my body. Yeah. Yes. I felt yes. about it. Saw these ropes coming out of my friend's bag. Ends up telling me he was trying to like hide the back. And I said, wait, 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 is that Shabari rope? He thought I was going to be scandalized. And I said, oh my God, tell me about it. So he says, there's an incredible place called Upline, which is in Connecticut. And they have events every day. And I was meeting Angela in Connecticut in Hartford, same city in three days. And I said, wait a second, did you say every day? And so we looked and they had an event the day I was meeting Angela that was going to be in Hartford. And I knew if anybody was going to be interested in Keith, it would be Angela. So I, without even Angela's permission, I went and I, I was I'm going to just go book two tickets because I know she'll say yes. And I asked Angela, Angela, would you be cool meeting to do Shabari? And she said, fuck yes. <laughs> we have not met yet. And I'm trying to find my way to this place that's like three hours away from home. And Angela's getting off an airplane. She hasn't yet even unpacked. She gets a car and she drives out to the middle of nowhere to try to find upline, which is literally in the middle of nowhere. Like you're in the yeah. back of a warehouse and there's no sign. Like, am I in something seedy? What are right, right. Finally, I find the place. I ask all these people with yoga mats, like, is there a place called upline? I don't know. Anyway, finally, I find it. And I'm so eager, like an eager beaver. I'm there like 30 minutes before the place even opens. They don't even have a place to stand and sit. And I'm freezing. It's so cold outside. So I was like, I don't want to not be in outside because once they close the door. And so then I see all these people come with these big bags and I have like nothing. And I'm thinking, what's in these big bags? So I'm asking them, am I supposed to have equipment? And they said, no, 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 you'll be fine. <laughs> I'm standing in the door and people are coming in and out. And I'm thinking, why is this door open? So I push it open and I say, are you open? And they're like, yeah, you could have come in like half an hour ago. And then I'm supposed to sign up and I don't know what name to use. I need a special FET name. I have a FET account, but I never really logged in. Like that was like two years ago. So anyway, I finally figured this out. And Angela, I'm hoping we'll find this ridiculous geographical <laughs> location. And it's a beautiful studio. Like, oh, gorgeous. Go in and then start talking about Shibari. And this person who's so sweet starts teaching us who's a student who's not there to teach, but just saw that there were all these new people besides me. And then Angela walks in. I'm so excited. So I was meeting Shibari for the first time and meeting Angela for the first time in the same place. That's wild. It was hot. It was hot. It's the dedication. Like you were fresh from the airport to a Shibari. (laughs) 
I respect it. I respect <laughs> it. Angela, what did we do after that? I went and I flirted with this young, hot girl yes. at a bar. I was so turned on by this girl. And I'm like, man, I'm talking to Angela. Angela, what do I do? Said, Just make eyes. I said, but I don't. <laughs> Angela, you tell the story. That was fun. There was no place. It's like dark. If you guys ever been in Connecticut, it's like really country roads, right? Like in the South. And so there was nothing open. So we finally found a place. And it's a little bar, cute little, cute young waitress, right? And she was making eye contact with Cosmos. So we had to work through it. And she, Cosmos finally talked. And it was like, it was easy. But well, tell me <laughs> what I said. I can't remember what you said. My brain cells did not work I that said, way. You've got beautiful eyes. You did. Mm, the eyes. The eyes. Yeah. And I said something. And again, I'm 49. Hello, audience. Okay. <laughs> this person was probably 20. <laughs> okay. But I'm so turned on now because we spent like three hours in upline tying knots on each other. And all I can think about is I want to tie a knot on that person. <laughs> <laughs> it was fun. It was practice. <laughs> It was fun. And I think that's kind of like the point, right? You're all breaking molds doing the stuff you're doing. We're all breaking molds constantly, right? Within ourselves, but you're breaking molds in your communities. Absolutely. Yeah. And it's such a beautiful, like, flourish. And I think about, you know, you being kind of dating someone, you know, like years ago and being like, oh my God, no, I could never. And then like, you know, look at you now, like seeing the, the flourishing, um, I definitely see that, you know, in my own story, I, I talked to this about, I talk about this with Manny a lot, like starting like a tight little bud and just the rest of my life will just be like flourishing more and more and more and more. Um, and I think it's so beautiful, you know, all of us as black sex coaches, uh, specifically helping so many other people who probably have and often have similar stories, uh, like ourselves, either in like, your family conditioning, either in growing up in the church and that conditioning and getting to flourish and getting to like see and support someone's blossoming, I think is like such a beautiful part of the work that we do. I agree. I agree. I think is also, you know, Brittany um, shared this a second ago, and I think Tamara said this early about having a coach, right? And it's so important with our joy and happiness through our life to be able to really open this part of our life up, right? I think, um, uh, Brittany, you mentioned that, you know, last year, we all had some major transitions last year, really trying to find ourselves last year and what it really means to do this work in our communities. And the journey and just in the last six months to a year has been amazing and really honing in exactly what our conversation is about, who we're really trying to help because Mm -hmm. we want to help everybody, but we can't do that. And it's amazing in the different niches that we truly have and how much of a need it is. So I'm excited that we're together and we're still here. So, yeah. Oh, you have so much work to do. Mm -hmm. You can't go anywhere. <laughs> we got work to do. We got work to do. <laughs> but it's sexy though. Yes. <laughs> On all four of you cover such different aspects of sexuality. Before we say goodbye to everybody, I'd love them to hear that now it's been a year. You've all become a little bit more entrenched in what you have been learning about and what you want to bring out and talking about the blossoming of the bud 
where are you now? Maybe we'll go in order, Manny, then Angela, then Tamara, then Brittany, with who you're wanting to serve and how that feels to you. And then people that are listening might find something they would want to reach to you about. Manny. Yeah, it's been interesting, even with Angela, with with what Angela just shared around niching, like I've also recently discovered like niching within my niche um, of like talking to this to a specific part of the audience who the, the part that's ready, the part that's like, I got my money, I'm ready to do this thing right now, <laughs> right? And I found that those people um, are one, like, okay, so zooming out. So the, the big niche is very feminist um, twerk team. So the academic, the spiritual, um, who also like throw that ass in the club, okay? Like, so that <laughs> the big niche. And then, yes, Angie. And so like the niche within the niche is the person who is interested in yin lifestyle, um, the person who is um, majorly interested in slowing down, decentering systems of oppression, um, and learning early um, in life to value themselves and value their journey and to value their rest. Um, there's so many times where I've met folks who are um, in different age groups who will say things like, or I've been like, they'll share like how many things they've been through and how they don't want younger folks to go through those things. And so um, I ha- I'm like one of those people who have like a collection of advice from people, like uh, they're like testimonies and things they've gone through. And it's like, I don't want you to go through this thing. So I'm going to give you the, the shortcut or whatever. So I like have all of that so that I don't um, be the person who, who like has to crash and burn 50 times before they get to the thing. Okay, cool. So I, my like niche within the niche is the person who um, is there already and is seeking yin in their 20s and their 30s. I primarily um, work with folks like 24 to 34. Um, I think, was that, did that answer question? Oh, yeah. And okay. specifically people of color or specifically yeah. Black? Specifically people of color. Um, I, yeah, specifically people of color. Love it. Thank you, Manny. Again, I love the blend of all the different personality traits you're pointing out there. And it's so nice to be able to hear you don't only have to be one way, right? You're describing different ways of being and how awesome that is that you're creating that opening for people. If they want to go twerk in the club and they want to go and be serious in the academic environment and the institution, why can't you be all of that and more? So awesome. Angela, you're up. Okay. Um, So I work with people that are tired, right? Um, That is usually the black female that has been working in America, um, surviving on her own, in a relationship and out relationships and trying to make things happen and has put her sexuality to the side, her joy to the side. Um, I help those people to, that that group, bring that, that joy back into their relationships, right? I tend to work with the men and the women. So 
I work with both all genders. Let me just say that I work with everybody, but people in relationships and people that are single at a certain point uh, where they have just put it to the side and they want to bring something back and um, yeah, level it up. So make it blossom. Awesome. So you're giving opportunity to people to revitalize themselves mm-hmm. and their sexuality yes. and in relationship also, not only people that are in relationship, but single people as well. Absolutely. Making time for their, for their joy. Really. That's what we do. Awesome. I love it. No problem. <laughs> Thank you. Angela. No problem, baby. Camera. Hi, I am a sex intimacy and body confidence coach for people over 40 and that's people, all genders. Um, and I basically, I help people over 40 um, boost their confidence in themselves and in the bedroom so they can have better sex and more intimacy. And you don't have to have a partner to work with me because the pleasure starts in your body, in your own body. So if you is, so basically I help people figure out what brings them pleasure, whether so they can have experience pleasure on their own and they can then tell if they are with a partner, they can share with their partner what brings them pleasure. So you're using tantric roles yes. of sexual education? That's awesome. Mm-hmm. Love it. Yeah. And is you okay? I didn't ask Angela this question and I didn't ask you either. Specifically, people of color or people who are black? Not me. No. Not Nat, Tamara. Angela? No. Yes, black women, but then people of color as well. My focus is black women, um, but it opens up because whenever you share, other people can receive that same message. Yeah, and I think it's really important that you do what you want to do and support a community that you feel like needs to be paid attention to, right? And it's your Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. I salute that. Fabulous. Thank you, Tamara. Thank you, Angela. <laughs> Brittany, you're up. Yes. Um, my focus is really on giving from a place of authenticity um, and based on, you know, my lived experience. And I think like they talked about the last time you had us on, um, people who really grow up with this sense of like, you have to work twice as hard to get half as much and you have to be excellent. Like you could, they can never, like, you can't be caught slipping, like none of that. Um, and so my focus is really on, um, black and brown women who have experience or are currently in corporate America, um, really, you know, focusing on, people who have this experience of being a double minority in an environment that was so clearly never designed for them to succeed. And um, having spent a year in in leadership at a a Fortune 50 corporate company, being the only woman, being the only person from an underrepresented racial background, I think it's so important to have that level of like camaraderie and closeness, and also tap into our own level of joy and power as like, I would be the only person in like these like corporate meetings, like with my Jade egg and doing. And even being able to have the tools, like the somatic healing work that we know of like having a really tough conversation. And then I would go and like shake and, or like reprocess or like, you know, just like support my nervous system, being able to give these kind of tools and support and also like incredible sexual um, experiences and potential um, to people who live in this environment that, you know, where they don't see a lot of people who look like them on a regular basis. 
So this is interesting. What I'm seeing is a pendulation from the alchemy work that's not only now focused on people that have rage, but actually using what you've learned into everyday life. So people that have rageful experiences, which can be at any point in time with anybody, can use those to allow themselves to continue on in their day and bring in the sexuality and the eroticism with what they do every day. Is that kind of what's happening? Yeah, absolutely. And then for me, it's showing up as like this grounded spirituality of like, yes, going and having like an amazing, um, like tantric experience or meditation or like sexual practice, but then being on like your problematic ass conference call with your bitch ass manager who don't want to like, <laughs> you know, so it's like, how do we blend the two of those and like let that um power show up in your conference call when you go ask for a promotion or speak with a certain challenging person you know like blending those two yes yeah, uh, oh, so important okay. all four of you are doing such incredible work it blows my mind thank you i wanted to add two things um one Brittany, i love that promotion piece because it it defies so many statistics around like folks with folks who are people of color, folks who are gender expansive and uh, cisgender women, like how um, statistically we don't go for the promotions, things like that. The other thing that I wanted to mention is that I work specifically with queer folks who are gender queer or sexually queer. And thank you for pointing that out because I don't think you said that before. So thank you. You know, we think about how many ages, sexualities, genders, lifestyles you four are covering. It's amazing. <laughs> I'm so humbled by all four of you and what you're doing. And my God, what rocket-like growth in less than a year. So God, I I can't imagine one year from now what else is going to happen. We're, we're not going to wait a year because we did this last podcast six months ago. Six so months. I think we're going to go on an every six-month tour here with each other. And Let's we have birthdays coming up. We have birthdays yeah. coming up to celebrate, right? 420 birthday. It was <laughs> Brittany, what's your day? When's your day, Brittany? I'm a Pisces, March 4th. Oh, oh, okay. Oh, okay, we had to talk about some Brit. I mean, Manny, when's your birthday? February eighth. Oh, that's like tomorrow, oh, baby. Yeah, that's in a couple of days. What are you doing for <laughs> <the> birthday, Manny? <laughs> oh, thank you so much. Appreciate. It. Okay, we had to do some stuff. What are you gonna do? I don't know. Okay. I mean, okay, let's do a tambourine for you right now. Happy early birthday. Happy birthday, Manny! <laughs> I think I want to read. Like, I just, I got this new book and I want to read it. And I also got some oracle cards. And so I just want to play with my witchy shit. That's what's up. Yes. That's what's up. Love it. Love it. I may be up there in a couple of weeks, though. But maybe I can catch, we can catch up. Uh, okay. okay. Loving it. Oh my God, I want to talk to you hey, all forever. It's still Cosmos, I know we're finished, but the next time we come, we got to do sex stories because people are always me asking me about sex stories <laughs> and our funny stuff. So on our next one, we're doing some funny sex stories, okay? So epic, epic sex stories. For sex stories? Huh? Well, let's do the next week for the next recording. We don't have to wait. 
I want to go through some little sex stories first. (laughs) You know, you all could have started with the sex stories. You have to wait for me to go around fucking round robin. No, what's your name? What are you doing? What are you doing? You care about sex stories. Recording, dump this, and start all over. (laughs) (laughs) Myself. Rewind. Yeah. Yes. All right. Next time, speak up. In the beginning, it just hit friend. me. It just hit me when I was thinking about birthdays, right? I was like, I know somebody's going to do something spectacular for their birthday. Okay, so, so story, I have an right? idea. You said, um, Manny's February eighth. Brittany is March. What did you say, March fourth? March fourth, and Tamara is four twenty. So, let's get a date between February eighth and four twenty. We don't have to wait, and let's do a sex story podcast. We will do that. Let's do okay. that. That could be fun. So, I think it'd be fun. We could celebrate your birthdays through sex stories. Mm-hmm. That's the so only fair. way to really you celebrate a birthday. your birthdays oh sex stories <laughs> to me too, you know? <laughs> I love it. Okay, Sounds so, like a plan. So audience, you're going to get sex stories. Come back. <laughs> your sex stories are pretty hot. I've, I've you know. I've listened to a few. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, okay. So we will be back for the sex stories. But for today, I want to say thank you to all four of you. This has been such a fun conversation. I love being back as I want to be the invited sex rebel number six. I'm just self-inviting myself to your group of five. And uh, give myself a tambourine for that. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. No, but really, you are all doing doing the work of of um your karmic duty is what i would i would actually venture to say you were Mm -hmm. delivered here with a mission and you're living it out and i'm loving the ride that i'm on to be with you in this so thank you and to our entire global community of listeners thank you for being here and listening to manny angela tamra and Brittany's incredible stories and i hope you had a great time i did and i hope you come back for more And wherever you may be, I hope you're all enjoying your morning, afternoon, evening, and night. And to the four of you, I can't wait to see you in person one day, all of you together. This year. Yep. This year. And congratulations, Cosmos, for your awards that you received for 2022. Oh, thank you. Real talk. Thank you for saying that. You are all a part of that award. It's your award too. Woo! Surrender community, it's your award too. Thank you. Love you all. Love you. Love you. Bye. 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 Bye.